you are Locked On Mizzou, your daily podcast on the Missouri Tigers, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hail you true sons and daughters, I'm John Miller, your Mizzou mafioso and the central scrutinizer of Missouri Tigers football and basketball five days a week. And later on today's program, I want to talk about how Connor Basilak sounds like there's a good chance he might be throwing more interceptions in practice this fall. And why I think that's actually counterintuitively a very good thing for him and the rest of the Tiger offense. But you know what, quickly, I do want to remind you guys just one more time to check out Locked On, the SEC, for all the sports info you need on the SEC five days a week. With Chris Gordy of Sports 790, follow Locked On SEC on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your pods. But of course, the big news that we have to lead with is that Missouri has hired its next athletic director. It's Desiree Reed Francois. And you know what? Maybe it's not Desiree, maybe it's Desiree. I don't know. I'll go with I'll alternate here and we'll see. We'll see what it what the correct pronunciation is. Probably likely this week when Missouri has a press conference officially announcing Reed Francois as the new athletic director. On Tuesday, the Board of Curators is going to meet to finalize this process. But as far as we can all tell, this is definitely one hundred percent going to happen. And I still have really just one question about this hire. What does Eli Drinkwitz think of it? And you have to assume that he approves, right? He is the most important person in the entire athletic department right now. Possibly the most important person in my entire life. Don't let my family hear you say that. But in all seriousness, that is ultimately what really matters. But from my perspective, my hot take on this hire is that I'm surprised that so many Missouri fans have hot takes about an athletic director hire. Because, let's be honest, when it comes to administrators, I'll I'll be honest for myself anyway, not exactly something I follow closely on a day-to-day basis. So, as far as I can tell, When you look at Reed Francois, you can see her hire through whatever lens you want. And let me give you some examples of that. First of all, obviously, most people are going to look and see what UNLV has done in football and men's basketball during her tenure. Of course, Reed Francois, her previous job was the athletic director at UNLV, for those of you unaware. So at first glance, when you look at the 2017 through 2020 campaigns for UNLV, you think, wow, they didn't have a winning season during her entire time as athletic director, and they went 0-6 in 2020? Well, that's not very impressive at first glance, is it? But again, you can look at this through any lens that you want, and of course, context is very important here. You see, UNLV has been absolutely dreadful at football for really this entire millennium. Go back to the year 2000, former USC coach John Robinson actually got the Rebs to the Las Vegas Bowl and got them a victory in said bowl. But since that 2000 campaign, the Rebels have had just one winning season and one bowl appearance, and that was all the way back in 2013 with a 7-6 and six campaign. 
So when you consider just how bad UNLV has been historically in football, being borderline 500 for a few seasons isn't the worst thing in the world. But I can certainly understand why at first glance any Mizzou fans would be frightened by that lack of success for UNLV. But I think more importantly, again, UNLV went 0-6 last season. But for, again, more context, that was the first season for new head coach Marcus Arroyo, who was a big-time hot candidate, offensive coordinator from the University of Oregon. I'm surprised that UNLV was able to get somebody who is as well thought of in the college football coaching circles as Marcus Arroyo. So to me, that's a big-time win for Reed Francois, not only being able to identify somebody who's a hot candidate, being able to close the deal, that's really impressive. And on the basketball side of the equation, well, the jury's still out on Reed Francois there as well, I would say. Again, while I'm impressed with her ability to hire Marcus Arroyo, the jury is still out on how he'll do ultimately. Still, if Arroyo doesn't work out, I'm still going to give her credit for getting the guy that she wanted. And somebody, to me, that was UNLV punching over its weight. And similarly, in some ways, I think her hiring Kevin Kruger, who is the son of Lon Kruger, is also a bold move that, to me, a program like UNLV needs. You don't just want to hire the same retread guys. Maybe, you know, John Robinson, a great example of a retread that worked out okay, I guess. I mean, he had one bowl appearance in six seasons, so let's not build him a statue in Las Vegas Boulevard just yet. But to me, John Robinson is a relatively high floor, but really, really low ceiling guy. And if you want to win big at a place like UNLV, you need to take some shots, some shots on some younger guys who maybe aren't proven. And certainly if the apple doesn't fall too far from the Lon Kruger tree, then Kevin Kruger is a guy that's worth taking a shot on. Again, we don't know how this is going to play out in the long term. So if you're going to be on the pro aside for Reed Francois here and Kevin Kruger and of course Marcus Arroyo too. Well there's gonna be there's gonna have to be a little bit of faith put into it. Which is why again, easy for me to ride the fence here. I'm cautiously optimistic about this hire, but there's nothing about it that says, oh, this is a sure thing, a home run. So again, we're just gonna have to wait and see how it plays out. Not something you're supposed to say on a sports talk show, you're supposed to take strong takes. You know, I'm supposed to be Kendrick Perkins or Skip Bayless, right? That's what I'm supposed to do, but that's not what I do on this program. I respect this audience too much, and I'm always going to be honest with all of you about my opinions. And speaking of my opinions, well, I have more opinions and more lenses to look through on this Reed Francois hire. But first, I want to tell you about one of our newest sponsors here on the Locked on Mizzou podcast. And that, my friends, is Stat Hero. And this is something I'm really interested in because as a longtime, season-long fantasy player, I've always been surprised when I've dabbled in daily fantasy just how difficult it is to win. And do you know that 85% of people who play daily fantasy sports lose? Well, I think a big reason for that is because the people who play daily fantasy, it's like a job for them. Every single day, 
is a new day and they spend hours and hours on their lineups every day. Well, if you're like me, you don't have that much time. You just want to have some fun, pick a lineup, and hopefully win a little money while you're at it. Well, here's a better idea. It's called Stat Hero. It's the first ever daily fantasy sports book that puts the player in control. Here's the deal. Stat Hero sets their lineups and dares you to beat them. It's you versus the house in a head-to-head fantasy matchup each and every day. Sounds fun, right? Well, go to stathero.com slash locked on, sign up for free, and right now you can get three times back on your first play. They're giving you a 300% match. That's unheard of, folks. So go to stathero.com slash locked on. Once again, that's stathero.com slash locked on. Well, another possible lens to view this Reed Francois hire through is that MU officials, at least through sources, made it pretty clear that they were initially going to seek out a Power Five, a sitting Power Five athletic director. So clearly, Reed Francois not in the Power Five. So you might think, gosh, they must have struck out on some of their initial candidates. Are we sure we really wanted this lady? Was she really one of our top choices. Well, apparently one of the few people who had an in-person interview at Mizzou, apparently they, she impressed MU officials so much that they basically shut it down at that point. And by the way, she has held high positions in power five athletic departments, including at Virginia tech and Tennessee. So it's not as though she's never worked in the sec, for example. It's also worth noting that very recently, I believe in the past year or so, that UNLV had extended Reed Francois' contract and that her name had popped up in other recent Power 5 athletic director searches as well. So it's not as though this is a name that was plucked out of thin air or anything. She's been a hot name going around AD searches for at least a couple seasons now. I've also seen Missouri fans pointing out correctly, by the way, factually correct, that Desiree Reed-Francois has been a record-setting fundraiser at UNLV, and that's, you know, obviously that scene is a big plus for her. Certainly not a bad thing, right? But again, just for some context, record-setting fundraising is happening all over the country right now, including at Missouri the last couple seasons. Listen, I went on my inflation rant last week, so I'm certainly not going to repeat that again. But the reality is when inflation happens, when new money is created, well, this new money does not descend upon the economy in equal proportions. In fact, no, people have preferences on how they spend their money, and it certainly seems like a lot of rich donors are just as happy as they've ever been of pouring more money into college athletics. So, again, that's one of the biggest places that has had lots of inflation. College period, college tuition, athletic departments. So that's just kind of par for the course at this point. But certainly Desiree Reed Fernandez, sorry, Desiree Reed Francois has shown the ability to, at the very least, keep up with the Joneses, keep up with that said inflation. And also, of course, much has been made of the fact that Reed Francois will be the second ever woman to head up 
an SEC program as its athletic director. Also, perhaps the first woman of color ever to be an athletic director in an FBS school. I believe that's the case. Haven't totally confirmed that, I guess. Depends on your definition of of color, I suppose. I haven't looked into absolutely every single race of every human being who heads an FBS program. So you'll just have to forgive me there. But regardless, it's quite obvious that, yes, Reed Francois, one of the few women, one of the few people of color to head up a program at this level. Lots made of that, and I have my comments on that as well. How important is it? Are people overemphasizing it? Well, I'll tell you more about that, but first got to tell you once again about our friends at Built Bar, which is, in my opinion, without a doubt, the best-tasting protein bar on the market, and they're also the official protein bar of the U.S. men's and women's track and field teams. How cool is that? But you know what? The best thing about Built Bar, not only do they have amazing sponsorship, most of these bars have 17 grams of protein packed into each and every one, but only 130 calories and 4 grams of sugar. Trust me, folks. Compare that to your Snickers bar, anything like that. You can do a heck of a lot worse. And in my opinion, go get you that mixed bar, that mixed box, where you'll get two of each of their nine delicious flavors. Really get your palate synced in. So go to BuiltBar.com and use the promo code LOCKED15 and you'll get 15% off your first order. Again, that's promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at BuiltBar.com. And over at BetOnline.ag, well, they have all kinds of conference futures right now, including the odds to win the Southeastern Conference. Your Missouri Tigers are right there with Kentucky and Tennessee, both at 50 to 1 to win the conference. Quite honestly, I'd need at least 100 to even think about touching that. So let's not go there. And honestly, you look at Alabama and Georgia. Alabama minus 165, Georgia plus 190. They're the two big favorites. Hard to go with anybody other than those squads, but I got to say, Florida at 14 to 1, they're probably the most intriguing. Unfortunately, they have to play the Crimson Tide this season. If they weren't on the schedule, I would think, yeah, I might take a shot on Florida. Say what you will about Dan Mullen. The guy's a pretty darn good coach. But regardless, you got to go to betonline.ag. And when you do, use the promo code Locked On when you first buy in. Because when you do, you'll get a 50% welcome bonus on that first deposit. Again, use the promo code Locked On for a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit at Bet Online, your online sportsbook experts. So, Reed Francois, being a woman of color, does that actually matter? Well, it's certainly not a negative, right? There's nothing that says that a woman can't be an incredibly successful, intelligent person. Certainly the same thing of people of color as well. So, no negatives here whatsoever. But what about the positives? I would argue that maybe the positives are being a little overrated right now. Now, don't get me wrong. In the media, people are going to give you a thumbs up and say they're going to mention the historical ramifications of this. Again, pointing out that she's the first woman of color athletic director in SEC history. That all looks good on a press release. But I think Conzo Martin, you can look no further than him. Conzo Martin, a guy 
who, by all accounts, is a really good man and is well-liked by everybody he runs into. I mean, you're even seeing Eli Drinkwitz lean on Conzo Martin for advice during difficult-to-navigate times. But the reality is, even people who acknowledge that Conzo Martin is a good guy and they root for him to succeed, well, they're getting impatient. They're getting impatient with his job as a basketball coach. And whether you agree with that take or not, I don't think it has much to do with the color of his skin. And also, you think about, speaking of Conzo Martin, well, he's one of three of the last four Missouri men's basketball coaches that have been black men or men of color, if you will. And if you think about Mike Anderson and Frank Haith and Conzo Martin, well, those are three very, very different human beings. And more to the point, those three men have very different philosophies when it comes to basketball. I mean, just look at the transition from Mike Anderson to Frank Haith. You had Mike Anderson, Mr. 40 Minutes of Hell, Mr. Press You the entire game, commit lots of fouls, quite honestly, defensively, and hope the referees miss a bunch of them. Also, efficient offense, good shooting, athleticism. He emphasized all that stuff. Well, Frank Haith was much more about half-court offense, good execution in the half-court, not necessarily playing the fastest pace in the world. And, well, defense, not exactly a huge emphasis for Frank Haith necessarily either. And then back to Conzo Martin, who is, of course, Mr. Defense, to you know, sort of the annoyance of some of the fan base. So my point in bringing all this up and just comparing and contrasting these three men is, while, yes, they had superficially some things in common, their skin color, their gender, well, when it came to the actual product on the basketball court, all three of these guys had entirely different philosophies in how to get things done. And speaking of Conzo, once again, just a couple final notes here on Reed Francois and her connection to Conzo Martin. Well, again, I mentioned that Reed Francois worked at the University of Tennessee, and apparently she worked fairly closely with Martin. And I guess, again, as a Mizzou fan, we can look at that through whatever lens we want. You could say that's a good thing because apparently Conzo liked her. I would say it's safe to say and gave her the thumbs up. And if we think Conzo's a good guy, well, that's a plus, right? But then on the other hand, if you're more anti-Conzo Martin on the basketball court, you think you're already ready to move on to another coach, well, you might think, oh no, now he has a good relationship with the new athletic director. Quite frankly, I think... This is based on what Gabe DeArmond and others have said. Martin was probably going to be here for another two seasons because of his contract situation. Regardless of who the athletic director is going to be, I don't know that... My point is, is I don't think this is going to have a huge impact one way or the other on what Conzo... If he's going to be retained as coach, sign an extension in a season or two, whatever it is, that's going to have much more to do with what happens on the court than any previous existing relationship with our new athletic director. And again, just one more final note here. Reed Francois and her husband have a son named Jackson who will be attending Missouri this fall in 2022. And yes, he will be walking on to the Missouri basketball team and studying journalism. So 
another possible Mizzou mafioso here in the making. So good luck to young Jackson Reed Francois. And by the way, probably didn't hurt that her son was already planning on coming to Mizzou as apparently a preferred walk-on on the basketball team, but this isn't a Michael Porter Jr. situation where we're hiring Michael Porter Sr. to get to get her to come or anything like that. So nothing nefarious here, just kind of a slight coincidence and probably a situation that made her more likely to want to move, but definitely not the final decision-making process one way or the other. But again, just interesting to note that their son Jackson will be walking on to the Mizzou basketball team in actually fall of 22. Excuse me, I did say this fall, apparently fall of 2022 is when he's expected to come onto campus. And by the way, it looks like I've run out of time on this edition of Locked on Mizzou, so I'm going to have to push my Connor Basilek how it's a good thing that he's throwing more interceptions potentially in practice. That hot take, well, you know what, I'm going to have to make it. I'm going to have to push that till tomorrow, and I apologize. I really try to not tease things in episodes and not pay them off. But what can I say? I had more to discuss on the new athletic director, Desiree, possibly Desiree, Desiree, Reed Francois, than I initially thought. So with all that being said, I will see you all tomorrow right here on Locked on Mizzou.